1: Bienvenidos a So Violento, Macabro Podcast. Yo soy Ali. Y yo soy Dee. Y hoy Dee les contará de un caso que sucedió en Las Vegas, Nevada.
0: A loving daughter took a night off to celebrate landing her first contract with a new job for her new business. But after not replying to her sister's text messages and constant calls, her family knew that something was wrong. The only thing that they couldn't imagine was that a family friend could be involved in her disappearance. This is the tragic case of Leslie Palacio.
1: Advertencia: La información de este caso puede ser desencadenante para algunos. Tengan cuenta que algunos de estos casos pueden involucrar menores de edad, abuso, violación o violencia. Escuchen con precaución. Warning. The
0: information on this case can be triggering to some. Please be advised that some of these cases may involve children, abuse, rape, and violence. Listen with caution. Like typing, but the phone just like turned off.
1: Leslie's mom confronted Eric's mom. We haven't heard from Leslie what's going on. And instead of the mother, her son is missing as well. She basically shooed them away. She called the police.
2: Quiero que él pague y el papá también porque el papá es un cómplice y toda la familia. Ellos ayudaron, mi hija la mataron en esa casa, yo estoy segura. Ellos, la mamá y las hermanas, ellos, ese día que yo fui, yo viví algo sospechoso ese día. Yo pensé, yo sabía que ellos estaban ocultando algo. Y mi hija me la mataron en esa casa y la sacaron y la fueron a tirar allá.
0: According to the Palazzo family, Leslie took the role of being a second mom seriously. Leslie is known to be a daughter who was very attentive and would help her mother and everything. She was known to be the oldest daughter ...and took care of all her siblings. She loved her siblings. She took care of them as if they were her own children. She would come home after school and help her mother feed them. Leslie's mother, Araceli, was a housekeeper. And she realized that her mother was very exhausted from working constantly. And instead of letting her mother take the responsibility of cooking and cleaning after her siblings... Leslie actually took that uh, that role and decided to do it for her. And when the sisters were actually apart, they would always text each other or call each other constantly. Even when they fought, Leslie had always the easiest way to make up between the siblings. And they would eventually forget about their arguments. According to Leslie's sister, Carelli, she was my best friend. We liked the same stuff. She became my confidant. At the age of 22 years old, Leslie was five months from graduating her nursing school as a phlebotomist. She was really excited because, according to her sister, she liked poking people and she liked drawing blood from them. So they found it kind of comedic that that her sister really enjoyed that. And at some point, her sisters even mentioned that she actually wanted to take it a little bit further and go into criminology and investigate crime cases and hopefully, you know, get them resolved by um, her knowledge when it came to her nursing. Leslie also begged her mother to quit her demanding job as a housekeeper, especially during the pandemic. uh, The job that she was holding as a housekeeper started to slow down and it became harder to provide for the family. During this time, um, she wanted her mom to take it easy and not work so hard when it came to um, being a housekeeper. She usually did these jobs in um, big hotels within the Las Vegas Strip. And it, according to Araceli, Leslie told her that it took a lot of strain out of her to be constantly working floor to floor and room to room. She also wanted to start planning ahead for her sister's college tuition. So instead of having her mother get paid through the hotel system, she actually convinced her mother to start their own business. When she started to plan out the business plan, she eventually started to get in contact with people that were hiring housekeepers. During the time... Of her disappearance. That exact same day. She had landed her first contract. And she was ready to sign it off. And she took this as a sign to celebrate. The fact that she had signed her first client. According to her sister. Leslie had told her that she had. Made plans with friends to go out. To the casinos. And have dinner and drinks. But one After another, her friends bailed on her and said that they couldn't go out that night. According to uh, to Kaylee, um, her sister ended up going to the casino with a family friend by the name of Eric Rangel Ibarra, who was twenty five years old. In some reports, they say that um, Leslie was actually the madrina. Era la mama de Eric. I I, I don't know how to say it in English, but era la madrina de, de Leslie. But that's like according to some documents, but I couldn't find like concrete information on that. But that's how close their relationship was, that they knew each other since they were like kids. The Longhorn Casino was in the Strip and they had arrived there at 12 a.m. So they were they had left the home around like 1130 and arrived at the hotel like around midnight. In the surveillance video of August 29th, you see Leslie and Eric show up to the property in Eric's truck. It was a white, uh, two, like, what is it? Doble cabina truck.
1: Okay. And you
0: could see it parked right in front of the casino. And then you see both Eric and Leslie walk back in the back of the casino. So you see them just walking together and talking and going all the way to the back of the casino. At around 2 a.m., they decided to leave the casino. At 4 a.m., Kaylee says that she received a text message from Leslie's phone saying, I need to talk to you. I need to tell you something very important. When Kaylee read that text message, she right away texted her back. She texted her and texted her, and she never replied. Eventually... The blue symbol of the phone turned green as a sign that the phone had been shut off. And that was the last thing Leslie ever told her sister. According to uh, an an interview that they had done with the Cinemaholics, she said, quote, it looks like she was typing and it just stopped and she didn't reply back for like an hour. So I tried calling her. And her phone was off. The next day, both her sisters and her mother began to worry. And they began to call her phone and call her phone, and nobody answered. Eric actually lived with his family a few blocks down from where Leslie lived. So Kylie recalls them getting into the car and driving to the um the residence of Eric. And actually saw his sisters and his mother moving furniture with gloves out of the, um, out of the home. They kept trying to talk to them and tell them, where's my sister? Where is Leslie? And they never answered.
1: It's weird. It's raro eso.
0: I know, right? Like, out of nowhere, the day after she's gone missing, you see them moving out of the home.
1: Y que no les conteste.
0: Yeah, they literally didn't say a word to them. They didn't say anything. They just kept quiet. The family ended up making a police report and claiming that Leslie had gone missing. But like in many cases, when uh, a, a female who's of age goes missing, the police tend to say that she probably ran away. She went out and she'll be back later. They never take it seriously. So it took days for the Las Vegas Police Department to finally come, with the, come to terms that Leslie had gone missing. Because the only answer that they gave the family that it was that she'd left, that she disappeared, that she would be back, that they couldn't do anything because Leslie was of age. Even though the family claimed that this was very unusual of her, that she wasn't calling back, that she wasn't texting back. But the department just kept claiming that they couldn't do much about it, even though they told them about Eddie that they had left with him, and that the family was moving stuff out of the apart uh, out of the home. They still didn't take any of that into consideration.
1: I would like to interview, like a cop, like just just to see what they're. El proceso de de todo so just to get more
0: information, because that's just, it's odd. It is odd. It's, it's something that you're like, we've seen this so many times from so many different cases. Like, when is it going to be an urgent matter? Like, when is it going to happen where you move and, and do something about it and try to look for them? Especially because we know the first 48 hours are the most crucial hours Mm -hmm. in the disappearance of of anyone, whether it's an adult or a child. Those are the most important hours in finding somebody.
1: I know, you you know, we don't know, we don't know the process of that, but just wondering, ¿tú qué piensas que es que la policía agarra casos, like, every single day? Agarran reportes tras reportes tras reportes que... They get to a point where it's like, it's too much.
0: I truly feel like the police department has, does have a lot it, it in their hands. And I do believe that that's mainly the reason that sometimes they believe that certain cases, well, it's not like so I could Yeah.
1: Regresa, yeah. Where yeah. they,
0: they go missing and then they come back home. Yeah. But for me, the, with the thing that I don't understand, if the family is telling you she's not answering your phone, she went missing with this person, we haven't seen her since the moment she left the house. Like, when are you going to take that seriously? Like, they're already telling you, like, this is not like her.
1: necesita like, la familia llevar pruebas de que... Es la, el tipo de persona que es mi hija, mi hijo. Like, this is how they yeah. are. They're always checking in with us. Son los trabajadores de casa. Este, el otro. Do parents need to get to the point where they show cops all of this for them to be like, yeah. okay, this is out of their character?
0: Yeah. And I feel like it comes to a point where it's like, we've come to the conclusion that unless you're related to somebody within the police department, they will not take your case seriously. And I see that that's like the one of the most tragic things in every single one of these cases is that there is no urgency unless it's happening to you.
1: Es triste eso.
0: It truly is. Araceli told the Las Vegas Sun, quote, she didn't say goodbye. She's gone. Why? Everything was so good between us. We were in a good place. After days of not finding any sort of answer when it comes to searching for Leslie or her whereabouts or even the family or where Eric was at or any of the family members, the family actually decided to knock around the doors of every single person within the neighborhood and ask if they had seen uh, seen Leslie or seen Eric or if they know where they had gone when they walked past like a few block few houses away from the uh, from Edick's residence they fi- they actually found surveillance cameras that were pointing directly to Edick's home within the surveillance footage the police actually determined that on August 29th 2020 at 6 a.m. a pickup truck arrives to the home which authorities believe was Edic helping a very intoxicated Leslie out of the car. At around 7.26 a.m., two men were recorded dragging a body out of the house and placing it into the truck. Later, it was confirmed that one of the persons that was dragging the body into the truck was Eric. And the second person within that film was Jose, which was Eric's father. A few minutes later, you can see the pickup truck drive off with the body inside, while the second individual is stayed behind and sprayed the driveway with a hose.
1: It's just that. It's unbelievable. I mean, your son, I mean, I don't, I'm don't. i assuming it was Eric que la, que la asesinó. You're covering for your son. Mm-hmm. ¿Te acaba de matar a alguien? Yeah. How are you okay
0: with that? Putting yourself in that situation, you're like, I've taught you better than this to yeah. do something like this. And apart from that, like, I can never be behind you if you are going to murder somebody. And you're expecting me to help you with this. Y
1: como si nada. Mm-hmm. A plena luz del día, a las siete de la mañana, sacan el cuerpo, la la, ras- la arrastran, y luego el señor ahí limpiando driveway, like nothing.
0: According to the detectives, after Edic left the home, his father stayed behind to clean up after he left. Edic ended up driving like around 50 miles away from his residence and calling a friend to help him pump gas. His friend asked why he needed his help. Why couldn't he pump his own gas? Eric told him that he didn't want to be shown in the surveillance cameras. He didn't want to sh- leave any evidence that he was pumping gas on his truck. His friend asked him why, and Eric said, quote, I killed a bitch, and I can't be seen on video surveillance, buying gas.
1: Wow. you know. Please tell me this friend did something. He didn't. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, porque si hubiera dicho algo, the police would have been on it sooner. Yeah. If you ever tell me something like that,
0: I'm gonna be like, dude, look, I love you, but no but you did something horrible (laughs) but that's like what everybody thinks you know everybody in their right mind
1: right yeah
0: knows if you if your friend calls you and says hey I have a dead body in my car and I need you to pump gas for me to to like cover me up hell no and I'm gonna call the cops right then and there but it's almost like every single one of these people decided to cover up for him and I will never understand that. Wow. I know.
1: I hope none of us, none of you guys are ever in that situation, cause I it's That's horrible. just crazy. It is.
0: After gathering the surveillance footage and talking to Eric's friend, the police department gathered a warrant to check the Rangel Ivarra's home.
1: Wait, wait Is the Is the at the gas station
0: Oh no, he did't. Oh no okay He did it. He said that once he heard him say that, he told him that he couldn't do it. And that's when Eric hung up on him. At that moment, um Eric's friend also believed that he he probably had was gonna drive off to um, Utah to dispose of the body. But according to him, he truly felt like the dad, neither the dad nor the family members had anything to do with um, Leslie's disappearance. But again, the friend never went to the police to to say anything. It wasn't until the police actually went out of their way, collected um, phone records and uh, pinged the, the location of, of his whereabouts and, and, you know, looked at who... He had called. And that was the only way they found out that Eric had called him to to ask for help. After gathering the surveillance footage, they realized that they had a a criminal case. The police actually gathered a warrant to check the Rangel Ibarra's home. According to crime scene photos of inside of the inside of the house, the house was filled with bags like trash bags with stuff inside. there It was a complete mess. There was cleaning supplies all over the place, as well as rubber gloves and almost like a ransack to try to get rid of any sort of evidence that they had within the home. When the police officers go into Eddie's room, they actually find the bed completely stripped off of the sheets and spots of blood within the mattress. During the time of the investigation... Police officers couldn't determine whether the blood was Leslie's blood. But they did find it weird that on the surveillance camera, she is shown being wrapped in a blanket or sheets, in this case, and being dragged out of the home. So they only assume that that, that, that those were the sheets yeah. that were being used uh-huh. to take her out of the home. According to the phone records, Eric's phone was last pinged to the Valley of Fire in uh, the desert of uh, Nevada, which is 50 miles away from his residence. Police officers also determined that this would probably be the area where Leslie's body could be found. Police suspected that both Jose and Eric might have fled right after he dumped the body. And within the first 48 hours of Leslie's death, they had fled to Mexico. On September 9th, 2020, 11 days after her disappearance, Leslie's body was found in the Valley of Fire. According to officers, based on the placement of the body, which was in the middle of the desert, and based on the high temperatures of the region within the August-September months, it becomes extremely hot to the point that the body was Decomposing, and the only thing that was left on the body was her underwear and her jeans. Officers say that the body was placed in a in a manner that was easy to find. There wasn't any burial or any like digging of a grave or anything. The body was just left wrapped with the with the clothes on top of her. So he didn't even bother putting her clothes on. But the body was so badly decomposed that they couldn't run any sort of tests or mm-hmm. DNA within the body.
1: Muy tarde.
0: Yeah. According to officials, the cause and manner of death are listed as undetermined. An undetermined cause and manner of death means that there is not enough evidence on the deceased person's body to clearly determine how they died. So in this case, we don't know how she died. We don't know if she was strangled, she was beaten or shot. We don't know anything. Based on the blood splatters that were left in the mattress and the evidence that they found uh, within the desert, it doesn't determine what actually happened to her. So they don't have a final conclusion on what actually happened to Leslie in her last few hours of life. But also... The fact that it was listed as, listed as undetermined has a lot to do with how the case will unfold in, in the court system. According to those same phone records, they they ended up pinning the location of Eric and Jose's phone to a relative's home in Moreno Valley, California. Due to the time of the disappearance of Leslie and the fact that there was no um, missing persons report or any sort of communication, the families that lived in Moreno Valley had no idea of what was happening in Las Vegas. During this time, they stayed with the family member for one day and they asked the relatives if they could take them to the San Isidro, California border to cross to Mexico. The relatives found it very suspicious and declined to take them to the border. Instead, Jose and Eric actually drove to the nearest Greyhound, left their car there, took the Greyhound all the way to um, San Diego. And that's when we assumed that they crossed the border. This all happened within the first 48
1: hours of Leslie's disappearance. Es 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 pinas ya después first 48 hours, they probably would have gotten them. I don't know if they were caught or they you were going to tell us, but they what they have gotten caught sooner. Um hubieran mm-hmm. encontrado the cuerpo de Leslie way before y hubieran tenido yeah. más información, like, so much could have happened in those 48 hours.
0: And that's why it's so important that people, that people take into consideration these, these types of, at least these types of crime and these types of missing persons cases. Because even though they might not be found alive, it's still a very crucial time to find somebody and get justice for for these types of of, of crimes and put them in a place where they need to be serving the sentence that they deserve. On January 19, 2021, in a turn of events, Jose turned himself in to authorities at the U.S.-Mexican border in San Diego, California.
1: Oh, wow. I was not expecting that.
0: I know. Jose told the police that both Eric and him fled to Mexico on a bus after going to visit the Moreno Moreno Valley family member. Jose ends up telling the police officers that they ended up at Tijuana, and in Tijuana, they boarded a bus. When they began to take the route within that bus, there was a checkpoint where actually the army of the mexican army goes in and checks people's passports and like if they have the proper documentation or if they're finding anybody that's like suspicious during this time they both began to freak out and that they decided that it would be easier if they split up so they wouldn't get caught after not knowing of his son's whereabouts he decided to turn himself into the authorities. Jose told investigators that after that point, he doesn't know anything about his son. He doesn't know where he's at. He doesn't know what happened to him. He just knows that after they split up, it was the last time he saw his son. Jose also told investigators that on the morning of August 29th, 2020, He was working within his garage when he saw Eric dragging Leslie's body down the stairs of their home in a bed sheet. Eric ended up telling his father that Leslie had died of an overdose and that he panicked and didn't know what to do. Jose decided to help Eric get the body out of their home in order to keep it away from their family members. He claimed that Leslie didn't exhibit any sort of trauma, but she was undressed. Jose claimed that he began to panic when Eric began acting strangely and started talking about killing himself. And that's what provoked him to think about fleeing the country with his son. During court testimony, Eric's friend declared that he believes again that Eric had had disposed of the body and he was the main one getting rid of Leslie's body, but that both Jose or his family didn't have anything to do with it. At the end of the day, Eric, his family, and his father all covered up for Eric's mistakes. They still covered up for him. They still didn't go to the authorities. They still tried to clean up evidence.
1: In August 2021,
0: Jose Rangel was sentenced to two years at the Clark County Detention Center, while also applying the 205 days credit for his served time at the moment of his arrest. So from the moment that he was in jail to the moment he was sentenced, according to the state of Nevada, those days are counted as of the two years that he was sentenced in prison.
1: Interesting. Okay. So, I'm going to get to that in
0: a little bit. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) According to Cinemaholic News Outlet, Jose was very apologetic in court the day of his sentencing. He said, quote, I feel very ashamed that this incident took place, that I as a father acted the way that I did and did not go straight to the authorities when this happened. My love as a father won me over. I was so on the edge, I didn't know what to do. That betrayed me. I did not make the right decision. During court testimony, Nayeli Palacio, Leslie's sister, told the courtroom in her final statement, quote, It hurts that someone can do this to my sister and only gets two years. If you knew Leslie, you would know she didn't deserve this. She didn't deserve to have her life taken from her. And on April 28, 2022, after only serving eight months and 15 days, Jose Rangel was released from prison. A spokesperson from the Los Angeles Metro Police told 8 News Now that Jose Rangel received more credits on his sentence after completing programs within jail. This helped him reduce the amount of time he can serve within the jail system. According to Nevada state law, the credits are mandated. So without any real reason, inmates can gain credits in order to reduce their sentence within the prison system. Which I find completely absurd. Ofelia Marcariana, an attorney representing the Palazzo family, told 8 News Now, quote, Absolutely furious. It's just unfair. Not only in the main suspect, not in custody, but now not only was someone who was involved, who covered up the murder, is back on the streets after only serving eight months and 15 days.
1: That's just, that's scary. Knowing that, I don't know, there's...
0: I don't even know what to say
1: at this point.
0: I know. It's frustrating because you're like, this person only served less than two years in prison for covering up the murder and for going on the run with his son, who was the main suspect in the murder. Like, at some point, you could have turned around and gone to the authorities and knew that what you were doing was wrong and say, hey, this is all the evidence that I have. This is all, as much as I know. But at no point did you stop and say, you know what, son, you have to turn yourself in. So to me, to know that in Nevada, you can gain credit, almost like fucking tokens at Chuck E. Cheese in order to make your way out of prison for covering up a murder of a 22-year-old woman. Who the only thing she wanted in life was to help others and yeah. to and to just provide something for her mother and for her siblings. That's the most infuriating part. Like she didn't want to do anything but help other people,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and she was out celebrating.
1: Yeah,
0: and and she just wanted to enjoy her life.
1: Ayudar mama que había hecho mucho por toda la familia she just wanted to give her just some peace and just be able to relax and have her own business yeah y confió en una persona equivocada sin saber quién se iba a imaginar sabiendo que se conocían de años ya yeah. y sabiendo que la familia de él era cercana a la familia de ella y lo para que se cubran así it i i don't know qué corrió la mente del del señor Me imagino que ni él creía que su hijo fuera capaz de hacer algo así. In that moment, I don't know if he was, like, shocked. Like, fuck, you just killed someone. I mean, you would want to think that he was, like, wow, like, shocked in that moment.
0: But
1: but still, para cubrir un asesinato, it's not like este muchacho se estaba defendiendo de alguien que lo quería lastimar o... Hacerle algún daño y el por self-defense, you know, hurt them. Hizo person. algo, yeah.
0: Yeah, no es nada así. Es una persona inocente que estaba intoxicada y que por algo la mató. Ni no pueden definir por qué la mataron. Why? Yeah. Like, even throughout this whole thing that he and his son went through, he never once mentions what was the cause of the murder. Why was she killed?
1: I'm pretty sure. The
0: only thing he told him was that she died of an overdose, and that's it. Since his release, Jose appears to have maintained a low profile. And his last known location is he still remains in Nevada. As for Eric, he is still wanted for murder, but remains at large. Eric is believed to be in Mexico, and the police have not stopped looking for him. According to Leslie's mother and siblings, they have concluded that the reason that Eric might have wanted to kill Leslie was because he was in love with her, and that she never actually reciprocated his advances. And the day that she actually decided to go out with him, he thought this might have been his opportunity of, you know... This was
1: my chance. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he got his hopes high. Yeah. So the family and friends all think that this might have been the reason he might have killed her.
1: So piensan que a lo mejor que llegó, que llegó borracha, bueno, estaba mm-hmm. borracha, la mete a su cuarto. Are they thinking que trató de aprovecharse de ella y ella no quiso y él por su enojo la asesinó.
0: That's that's, that's basically what the theory. Yeah. yeah, that they think that might have happened As of now, the Palacio family is currently working into changing the nevada the Nevada law and press heavier charges on those invo- who are involved in murders. Kaylee says she walks into Leslie's room, hoping to see her. Quote, It was just pretty cool having her with me all the time. She was never boring. She was re- She was really kind. Like, really, really, really kind. Araceli, Leslie's mother, will continue with the cleaning business. And Car- Carelli said that she will try and fill her, her sister's shoes and take care of the home. Araceli says that the thing that keeps her going is the phrase that she remembers her daughter telling her, which is, quote, Todo va a estar bien. Va a ver que todo va a estar bien.
1: It, it's heartbreaking. It is. Just see just los sueños que tenía esta muchacha para su familia. Just I think all of us can relate to that. Right, as the older, the older siblings. sibling, you know, we all take that role as a parent and wanting to just be there for our family and help them. Y, y la oportunidad que ella tuvo dijo, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to go for it. I want to help my mom and para que alguien le así la vida. It's just, it's
0: just so, it's so heartbreaking. It's especially coming from somebody that was so close to them. Yeah. hmm
1: Y que nadie hizo algo. Eso es lo es, That's what I find so disturbing. Que en algunos casos asesinan asesinan a la víctima y no hay witnesses Conexión. Or there's like yeah there's no connection there's no witnesses nothing. Pero en this one toda la familia de él y luego el amigo la familia del la mamá y las hermanas no dijeron nada porque estaban limpiando, sacando el furniture. Like, was it yeah. related to it or no?
0: There's, they don't, they like, they they don't have exact details because of the moment that they started to investigate the home. It is, it according to different articles, it is known that they had left. They don't know where the they
1: family? left.
0: Yeah. Oh, todos se fueron. Oh, wow. So everybody left. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I, in different videos, I saw comments below that said that the family moved to Riverside. Some others say that they moved to Mexico. There is no concrete evidence on where their whereabouts are. Um, they don't have any idea what happened to the family,
1: um, or at least it.
0: At least it doesn't say. I, I didn't find any articles that say where they were. But yeah, it, it's it's strange to just. I guess have the balls to just be like this is not our problem we're not going to say anything we're going to keep our mouths shut and it's infuriating Eric Rangel Ibarra is 5 feet 6 inches tall and weighs about hundred pound, 170 pounds and is sporting a trimmed beard with a mustache and a short haircut at the time of the killing. But he could have now gotten a goatee and might have grown out his hair. He has several tattoos, but the most distinguished ones are the state of California behind his ear, a skull on his chest, and an image of the anime Dragon Ball Z on his left wrist. Eric Rangel Ibarra is wanted on a charge of murder and destroying evidence. Anyone with information on his whereabouts is asked to call the Crime Stoppers at 702 385 5555. Or you can text or call the Pursuit Tip Call Center at 1 833 3 Pursue. That is spelled P U R S U E. Or you can submit information online at inpursuittips.com. Police suspect that Eric is currently hiding in Mexico. But he can also be hiding in California since that is where he has relatives. It is currently unknown where he is is at this moment. And his family has not come forward with any information. Da
1: miedo eso. Da miedo saber que alguien que mató a alguien it's, esté... running... It's, it's scary to know that,
0: that person's out there. It is. And ya va a cumplir tres años uh, desde que murió Leslie.
1: Ojalá and, y no pase otra vez que no haya otra víctima.
0: And I, I, I hope so. I hope that none of this ever happens again. Because a lot of Things could have stopped this from happening, or at least prevented the
1: at least get more answers. Yeah. Yeah, because the, least... the killing ya había pasado. Yeah.
0: Or at least stopped him and like prevented him to flee the country.
1: Pobre familia, se quedó ahorita sin respuestas. They they
0: did, but as of now, they still haven't stopped. Yeah. Um, their their fight against trying to find justice for Leslie again all of this information will be in our description below as well as the GoFundMe page for Leslie's family and for um, the resource that they need to continue the fight on fighting for justice for Leslie as well as any other victim um, that has gone through similar circumstances so again, if you have any information regarding this case, please say something.
2: Piensen en sus hijas, hermanas, mamás. Si ya lo hizo una vez, lo va a volver a hacer. No queremos eso. Queremos justicia. La policía ya hizo su trabajo, la encontró. Se le agradece de todo corazón. Ahora queremos que ellos sigan haciendo su trabajo bien.
1: We're never going to see Leslie ever again. There's nothing anybody can do in the world, like that would pay like to see Leslie again. We're never going to see her, hold her, anything. The bare minimum he could do is turn himself in like he did. Like Jose
2: did. Aquí están pasando muchas cosas aquí en Las Vegas, matan y todo y, y no quieren hacer nada. Necesito que me ayuden los medios, por favor, a tener justicia para mi hija. La fui a buscar y le pregunté a la mamá que dónde estaba, si Leslie si no andaba con su hijo y ella me había dicho que ella no sabía nada, que su hijo se había desaparecido también, que ella estaba igual que yo. Pero yo, yo cuando cuando no me dejaron entrar, pero cuando Yo vi cuando ellas estaban, yo las sentí algo sospechosas porque estaban subiendo una mesa a la camioneta. Él me dijo que él, él quería
0: una relación con ella y ella me dijo que no sentía al mismo. Entonces, yo creo que tiene que ver ahí algo. Knowing that we knew this family for like years, it makes it like even more devastating. And that was the case of Leslie Palacios. Semana. Again, these cases always seem to get harder and harder to talk about and to learn and to unfold. Um, I do recall hearing about this case during the pandemic, and I do recall hearing that both the, the, the son and the father were involved in it, and it still is mind-blowing to know that not a lot of people know about this case.
1: Yeah, I didn't know. Um, su foto de ella cuando la mire cuando me hice su nombre, it looked familiar, pero no me acuerdo del caso.
0: Yeah, like I I only remember the about the dad and the son, but I didn't recall her name or her face or anything else. I didn't even know where the case was from. I just know the specific detail that they both ran away. But again, it it it, it breaks my heart to know that the family is still fighting for justice and fighting to find answers and and to close this chapter even though they buried leslie and they they buried her with you know the biggest honor it still doesn't fill the hole of not finding answers and not having justice lucky. No yeah So again, if you want to talk about this case or any other case, um, our DMs and our comments are open. You can um, find us on our social media platforms. We are on Instagram, um, on Twitter, and on TikTok as at SVSM underscore podcast. You can also find us on threads as well with the same username. You can also find us on Facebook as Podcast. Just type in there, you know, Servant to podcast, we should be the first to pop up. And um, if you want to listen to the rest of our 81 episodes, you can look us up on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are streamed. Just type in Servant to podcast, and we should be the first ones to pop up. Or you can download the Latina Podcaster Network app just type in so to so my couple podcasts again and we should be there with um our full uh catalog and please we um would love for you guys to rate review and subscribe to our podcast it means a lot it helps us a lot um and you know just sharing any of this information sharing the episodes or sharing any sort of details but when it comes to this case can help and go a long way so we encourage you guys to you know help as any way that you can um the photo will also be in our instagram account as well as our facebook and our twitter and um yeah that uh that's pretty much it anything else no i think that's it all right yeah well that was a tough case it and, was um, yeah and yeah uh you have I, a great I, daughter it, it, she was an amazing yeah, daughter and, and um
2: yeah
0: and it, it breaks my heart to know that this this happened to her but
1: um i'm glad yeah. her family's still continuing what she started
0: yeah they're, yeah. they're continuing the legacy and yeah. and and the only thing we can do is is uh share her story and share all the wonderful things that Leslie did and uh, the amazing human that she was so again, um thank you all for listening um and we'll talk to you guys next yeah. week se la pasen bien this weekend yeah we'll see for, you for sure this week have a great weekend and um stay spooky bye bye. bye.